Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Wolves Fancast. David Evanson joining me on this fine September evening. It's Stu. <laughs> Why would it be a new episode? Well, it's, it is a new episode, isn't yeah, it? We don't do reruns or repeats. But every episode's new? Exactly. So it's a new episode? Pedantic. <laughs> Stu's here, questioning things as always. <laughs> <laughs> and choking on his squash. Hello. Don's here. Hello. Andy's here. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever like, time of day. Whichever it is. time zone. Truman Show, that was, wasn't it? You was, yeah. Oh, what a film, it's a Truman Show. Film. Carry on, sorry. Could they ever do Truman Show in real life, do you think? I, I still think there's it's, always a chance that I could be Truman, to be honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of the things you like come out with, it has to be scripted. It's only a matter of time, really. You never drive around and question whether people are doing things in a certain way because you're on that show. Or well, probably it, just me. It's a, a cross between Truman Show and The Matrix, which is real. Which is not real. It could be. Speaking oh, of Matrix. Truman Show, have you seen the new Jim Carrey show, Kidding? I've heard oh, about good. it. I've only seen the first episode, it was enjoyable. Enjoyable? Yeah. Good solid start. It's enjoyable like a 7 out of 10 on the, on the yeah. scale. Yeah, I think that there's room for it to grow. I, I do like Jim Carrey. How much does his mouth move in this one, though? He's still really rubbery. Is this where he's a teacher and he's having a breakdown? Yeah. Kind of. Or yeah. no, no, he's not a teacher. He's, he's a like a, TV, a kid, kid TV show. Yeah, yeah. kids presenter. That yeah. Truman Show, like Kerbal, just really puts off on a tangent then, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's that one he did, the um, the one, the kind of the documentary thing he did that had footage from the film he did. Oh, Man of the Moon. Moon. Yeah, yeah that's Love so that good. film. I haven't seen the documentary So yet. good. I've never even heard of Man of the Moon before. Oh, Class. And I watched that documentary, it was absolutely fantastic. And the stuff that he gets away with mm. in character behind the scenes is it's fantastic. Be a right dick, wouldn't it? Like, like in, on the set. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a whole. But yeah, he was, he was a proper method actor because I yeah. think that's what Andy Kaufman was yeah, like. Yeah. He was awkward. But you know, not to give away, there's bits in the documentary where in, like, in character he meets Andy Kaufman's family and they're literally like, it's him. Like, mm. And they, they're really puzzled because they feel like it's actually. Andy again. Mm. It's on my uh, Netflix list. I just haven't got ready to it yet. They said that about the um, the guy who played Brian Clough, didn't they? Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah. yeah. When he, he met Nigel and he said he was freaked out by because of his representation and the mannerisms. Oh, really? Mm. It's a great film, that is. Cracking. I read the book first, really enjoyed the book, and then the, the film, really, really good. Great film. You... Great film chat so far. Yeah. Great for, right, let's talk about Wolves in a second, but firstly, as always, Andy, you look like a man who needs marketing support, I, I is do, that right? I do, don't Good. You? Well, if you do, uh, look no further uh, than Pixel Yeti Media. If you're looking for web design or your business needs a new logo or a bit of marketing, go take a look at them. They're not just web designers, they're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites, brochures and signage to marketing, logo design and branding. Go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. They do our website as well, which is pretty nice. Does that answer your question, Andy? Absolutely. Good. Go check them out. I say, that's a really cool name as well, Pixel yeah, Yeti. It is, yeah. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Go check Good them out. Branding. Anyone else needing marketing? No. You all do. Don't say no. <laughs> They've already given us all we need. They may give us more. <laughs> you never know. Uh, right, a bit of a housekeeping firstly. Uh, we've moved uh, our podcast where uh, it's home from SoundCloud to Acast. So thank you very much for the good people at ACAST for having us there. Um, it means that if you do listen on SoundCloud, we will keep posting on there, but in the next few weeks we will stop posting on there. So move over to ACAST if you subscribe via iTunes or any other different platforms. 
it doesn't affect you whatsoever. You should still get your podcast through your feed. If you get a problem, obviously let us know. We can look into it. But uh, yeah, ACAS, so go listen there. It's very good. Uh, gentlemen, on Friday, Wolves decided to get rid of a lot of players, didn't they? In the dark, very late at night. And it was half-mast at Fancast HQ because our beloved Paul Gladden, of course, left on loan very late to a... Uh, is it STVV? I don't know how you say it, the proper abbreviation. SMTV. SMTV, yeah. <laughs> That's where Cat went. Because he's a wonky donker. Hey! It's the same team that Nookens went to as well. Are we all in mourning for Gladden's departure? It's good job Bonatini got that goal at Wednesday because we'd be really struggling. Yeah. It's hard to really care about someone we've only seen for about 70 minutes worth of football. He played against Burton, didn't he? And then he, he came got whacked. On, yeah. Yeah. Came on against Wigan away in one of the worst matches yeah. I've ever been to. Uh, Newcastle away? Cup when we lost. Yeah, I think that was it. Was it, never it, given. Was, it was always seen in the Baltics, round walls, wasn't it? Never given never a chance. Never on the pitch. That's it, it could have been like... Another Steve Ball, that technically. <laughs> it wasn't that best being knew where the tighter bag was. It could have been. It could have we'll been. Never I know. think he would have been, given the chance. Of Same course. with Siggy. He, pff, don't. Prince of my heart. <laughs> the goat. The goat. Other exits, of course. Uh, Bright went till Kilmarnock. Uh, <laughs> Joey Mason went to Portsmouth. Afosu A went to Hansa Rostock. And Zyro went to Pongun Shishtesnin. That was decent. That was decent. <laughs> yeah, effort, better, yeah. better, better, better return this time. And of course, the big one was Danny Bart. We talked, alluded to him last week. Uh, went to Borough in the end on a season-long loan with Danny Bart. That was coming, wasn't it? Surely, absolutely. His loan. Yeah, I think a player of his stature, he's going to need to be playing regular football. He ain't going to get it at the Molyneux. We've got two players in his position in front of him. Arguably, possibly three. So no, it's no great surprise. And a match made in heaven as well. Poolis ball with Danny Bath at the back. It's a super team. You can't you can't ask for much more than that, can you as a Borough fan? If he's ever really gonna push for the India squad, he needs to be playing regular, doesn't he? Yeah. That is true. That you is won't true. play for India being on our bench. That's sorry. Yeah. Is it true that if you to play for the Indian national team you have to be playing in India? Because otherwise surely they he have, would have they have made it awkward for him to play, I think. Because mm-hmm. realistically he's, he's gotta be better than their team because they, they just don't travel out out of their country very often, do they? You don't know any of their centre backs, do you? No, I mean, but I've, even across. No, the Carry on. I can say <laughs> across the the game within Europe or anything, it's very rare that you hear of a, an Indian international. Mm. So I don't know he if has, there was something keeping them. He has in, said that, wasn't he? That he wants to play. Yeah. For the Indian national team. Yeah, they there. just won't do. It. They won't. They won't open their arms to him when he's. <laughs> He's, he's obviously got to be the, the best player Indian, India ever had in modern football. And it just seems it's strange. Just Swansea have got that one who scored against Sheffield United the other week. Yeah. Uh, Dan. No, it's. it's Dan the one he also. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, and then anyone else really? Mason to Portsmouth. Again, he. I'd forgot all about it. Yeah. It's yeah. a shame because that goal he scored against Birmingham will. I remember that goal yeah, for yeah. ages. That was a class goal. He scored. He scored against the Villa as well. Are they disappointed for Zyra as well? Because we knew there was a talent there, but it, it was just one of those ones. Unfortunately, he was never going to make the grade. I think the thing with Mason as well. He was signed as a number ten, and then we don't play him as a number ten. And yeah, then yeah. abandoned that formation. But he kind of got a feeling that he was he was part of a two point plan yeah. for a, an attacker, and that number the other one never came in in the end. No, so you, you're putting him up front when that was the role for the big man. 
and he's very much the opposite of a big mm. man. And who did he play up front instead? Siggy, the goat. We played him. We liked <laughs> it. Interesting though, um, both Iorfa and EBL didn't get into the uh, the loan market, but uh, Iorfa has been announced in the 25-man squad, of course, for the Premier League. Um, well, now Wolves already have their homegrown quota without him. He hasn't played for Wolves since last year, so he hasn't played for new now. Yeah, exactly. So, does that mean he's got a future here? Does that mean that perhaps if we have a lot of injuries, they can resort to him? It, it just think, seems strange. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is that he's in or case of emergency. They're still trying to do a bit of asset management, trying to make him his value to be more than what they actually rate him up. We still, he's still a Premier League player. He's worth this much to us. He's a former under twenty one. That kind of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, he was being linked to ten million pounds to West Ham a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it just it, seems like he's fallen off the cliff. I mean, he's completely. The thing with him though, he's still quite young, and what do you do? All his little grade three friends have all been got rid of now. Mm. So he can't just train on his own for six months until January comes round and he can be sold. So he might as well include him. And did he go to West Ham away? From what I see. Yeah, another one that got tickets for West Ham without any loyalty points. How does that work? <laughs> Him and George Savile in the away end. And Alex as well. <laughs> and Alex. And Alex as well. Um, did you want to see the list of uh, players, the full names for the players? I didn't want to mention that. Nevers isn't on that list. He's in the under 21. Why? Because he's under 21. So. Because you don't have to register players under 21. You should yeah. know this from Football Manager. I don't play Football Manager anymore. Because <laughs> we've actually only registered 19 players. Technically, because the under twenty ones don't count, so the all game's that, gone. The game's, game's gone. gone. <laughs> Players like Vinagra and Neves being too young. Thing that it's like an anomaly. I presume, but Jota is in there. He? Yeah, I think I see Jota. Jota. But it's it's just one of the weird things that you don't have to do a certain thing. But if you had twenty five players, then you have to have a certain amount. Um, I enjoyed some of the middle names. Uh, Sace having a middle name of Paul, which is nice. Um, Hall's having a middle name of Duncan as well. I enjoy that. His highlight. dad is a big fan of donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bolly having a middle name of Zobo. Zobo. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I love that one. I think we should have more full names for tip for players to learn these middle names. What's your middle name? Yeah, what is your middle name, Dan? Uh, my middle name's Daniel. My actual first name is William. That's an, that's something. Whoa! I'll tell you revelations. I'll tell you another time. Another time. Okay, Stu. Kenneth. Kenneth. Stu Kenneth, Kenneth Hall. Yeah. That's why in some of my things before, well, that's why the SK thing. Yeah. Oh, ah, okay. Because I couldn't obviously use that name at the time. You sound like a Shakespearean thespian. 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 That one. <laughs> that one. That one. Some, some other kind of uh, description there. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I couldn't use Stuart Hall at the time, could I, yeah. for obvious reasons. But then it, when he, he got his comeuppance, I could have my name back. Andy, middle name. My, mine's David. Oh, good name. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. Is yours Andy? <laughs> no, mine is James Andrew. I got two. Oh, wow. So it's. You were born to present with two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. My brother's got two as well. Glyn David. Glyn David. Let's all David find out other popular people. in the 90s and the 80s. It was, yeah. Like Glenn. <laughs> and Colin and Graham. Not anymore. So Willow Reagan. and bring <laughs> Willow and Bow and Bear and bring back Kenneth. That's what I always say. Yeah. We need, more, not we need more Garys. They said that was an article last week. There's Garys and Dionne. Going out, we'll pull that in. I think it's a Gary. 
Got it. Need, need, that, that whole episode ruined yeah. Gary's for life. Yeah. Need more Kenneths in the world. That's Kate. what we need. Uh, let's talk about new deals. John Ruddy signed a new uh, two-year deal to last in 2020. Um, Just in time for Russia. No, not Russia. Uh, Qatar. No, no, no. Europe. It would just be a tie for Europe. Yeah, you know where I was going. Football's coming home, gentlemen. Uh, Is that just collateral to sell? Because odd, given that he made that basic um, come get me plea on BT Sport for the Everton game, and now he signed a two year deal. I don't know. I don't think he's probably looked around, not got the offers he wanted, and thought, actually, I'm probably better off just staying here at 31, or whatever he is. Think well, I'm going to play some games, and if anything happens to Ruby, then I'm straight in there. I'm, I'm amazed that Norris is still here mm. with all this going on. But I was strangely quite happy when he signed it after all this flack I gave him last season. Mm. Um, but it's interesting. I bet Sheffield Wednesday that he got the biggest reception he's had in his whole world's career when he came as at Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it, everyone's loving him. I think he's more of a kind of in sympathy and everything else and appreciation of last season but yeah everyone everyone, pretty much everyone to a man standard ovation when he came over very nice to see very nice to see and a great performance as well second half good bit late but good (laughs) Um, the other bit of news which I can't really understand which we were talking about off air is Wolves have signed a guy called Torin Page not a footballer of course Um, he's part of Wolves' eSports team he's known as the Turin He's going to represent Wolves at PS4 category at the FIFA 2009 season. Gaming, basically. Um, what is a welcome to gentlemen that Wolves are now signing people to play computer games for us? <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? Just Why couldn't this have been around when I was 16? <laughs> he has the job that we all want. Yeah. I think this this should be played to every all the youngsters that listen to this. Go and put it on the loudspeaker and play it to your parents. Yeah. Because you do have a future playing FIFA every night yes, of the week. FIFA, Stu. Yes, FIFA, FIFA. not yeah. Pez. Pez or a P. What was that story you shared today that it had about a forty-two percent drop in sales? <laughs> yeah, compared to last year, which yeah. it got trains last year. So there's probably about two hundred thousand people bought it. It's that. not got long left, has it? No, I think you'll. So yeah. what's what's third behind FIFA and Pro like actual soccer? Is that still going? And right. this what is football. <laughs> Sensible soccer. I presume it's that um, Dream League thing on Android. And yeah, it's gone off me. Never yeah. even heard of yeah. that one. I think there's only two, isn't there, really? FIFA and yeah. Kevin Keegan's you... player manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is football used to be pretty good. Remember, this is football being decent. Yeah, that was all right. Um, you know, Actuas. It's long gone, isn't it? I think when I went to Actua 3, maybe. LMA manager was good on the oh, PS1. LMA manager was fantastic. With, like, with the yeah. animated cutscenes, like the highlights. Yeah. Yeah. So Graham good. Kelly used to do the full on <laughs> original cup draw. That yeah. was like the opening yes. intro. If he was a Wolves manager. You could do like a full on cup draw, and you used to take ages yeah. to do the cup draw. Do the full on like 92 Weymouth? I was in Breen uh, the other week and we went into the arcade and they still had virtuous soccer. Oh, brilliant. I, I, I think virtuous soccer used to be in Heroes. Do you remember Heroes in town? Yeah, it did. I think it was about the TV show. Yeah, it was. I used to beg my dad for quids upon quids to play that because they bought it from um, the Sega World by Strikers that was it, yeah. they bought it from there that was yeah I remember now do you remember the arcade game where it used to be like on Seaside Towns where it used to be an actual football and you had to kick it into a hole yes. and it would replicate yeah we used to love that good times 
good comedy. Anyway, a good arcade, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think this bloke's ever played any of those no. things. <laughs> Back to the game. He, um, he completed his degree in psychology at Notts Uni and will now embark on an eSports career wars. He's just like, oh yeah, I've done my degree, but now I'm going to concentrate out my future by playing games. I've got nothing against the guy, I'm just jealous. Correct. Let's be honest. Yeah. We're all too old for this shit. How do you, how do you like, <laughs> like how do you scout somebody like that? Do you just watch them playing game? Oh, look at the finesse of his fingers. How he's subtly stroking the B button. It's like I think that's a different kind yeah. of video. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like how it, they must how fun, you get that good. To they it. must watch people on Twitch. They must do. It ain't just that. It's the fact that Wolves have got someone who's actually made that decision. It shows how far we've come. Yeah, they've, they've obviously yeah. seen that this is an, uh, uh, an avenue that it's growing and we wonder... Because I think West Ham last season yeah. uh, signed somebody, didn't they? And the fact that it's a team, which I think you were suggesting, Andy, beforehand, mm-hmm. was that there could be more of them. Yeah. Well, we've all got a chance. Sign us up. Love the Sign us up. If, 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 he don't, if this don't work out for Wolves, I'm blaming Farewell. <laughs> he's part of the recruitment for that sort of thing. He's got to be. Yeah, it can't be the only thing you can. You can't be blamed for that. Can you imagine Thelwell playing FIFA with his his, his jumper on at night? <laughs> Could be quite good. Well, he's, he's, that's that's what he actually does instead of his actual job. Maybe. Yeah. That's how he scouts. <laughs> that's yeah. what he pays. Uh, he's uh, this. He's number eight worldwide at the uh, uh, Foot Championships regionals in Barcelona last season. The thing is, that he got in his, Barcelona. Yeah, in Barcelona. Yeah, he got his own reveal video as well. This yeah, is some what I mean. Players didn't even get a reveal no. video. Yeah. This is what I mean. I so, want so, my own reveal video. <laughs> so two weeks ago we signed a futsal guy. Yeah. And then we we, played, we signed esports champions. I'd like to see this guy in action. I want to see him against a regular person, like a person like a regular Joe playing FIFA, and I expect him to decimate, as in like win thirty eight nil because he's so good. Well, the, the, yeah. I did with watch. with all the shot against Barcelona. It's that level. He's got to be that good. Surely. They actually they showed it on Sky in the summer, and um, the FIFA. As you said, it was on BT and the ESPN. But it, it, the actual FIFA Ultimate Team Championship was on Sky when they had nothing else to show, and that it was a it was a full twelve minute game, and they showed the actual thing, and they, they had headsets on sitting there with a screen each, and you could see them like picture in picture of the actual match going on. And it was actually quite exciting. But, like, how, how does this work then in terms of he's representing Wolves? So if he wins a tournament, Wolves win the tournament. Yeah, that's Do you what, see what I, yeah, And well, he doesn't have to be Wolves in the tournament, or he has to be Wolves. It, maybe he just wears a Wolves shirt while he's playing it. Yeah. That might be the link, and it gets our name into another avenue yeah. of then it, getting revenue, I presume. It, it must be that there's a, a football club version of this eSports e- thing. That's the only thing that makes any sense, because... Wolves ain't going to compete with no Koreans. That doesn't make any sense. So we'll be competing with the West Ham one, and obviously Man City have probably got their crew as well. Of course they have. But that's that has to be what it is, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. I'm sure there's kids out there who know all about this shit. <laughs> and we just yeah. really old. Our younger listeners are going, it's this, it means this. this. And there's me sitting in a Thundercats t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're in almost a jumper. I know, yeah. Does anyone remember their greatest uh, victory online with FIFA? Mm. It's difficult because if you get too good, they just switch off and it's infuriating. <laughs> I did it, I'd scored within like three seconds. It was literally kick off, pass, goal. They quit. I'm not sure if you were. There's a there was a thing called Virgin Gaming. Oh, I remember. Like bet to play yeah, against yeah. people online. KSI did that a lot, didn't he? I think so. Days, yeah. I reckon I lost about fifty quid on that. Over a couple of years, because literally, as soon as you play someone for money, the the sharks come out. They have all the AI go for them. Everything goes for them. You can't beat them, no matter what. They, they have to hack into the game and just steal your money. 
You know the the, um, the Gran Turismo tournament though. The there's a Gran Turismo thing that every year you do it online, but I presume through Gran Turismo Sport now. And so you're racing in the game with the wheel and everything, and pedals, mm-hmm. and you actually go forward to an actual championship, and you get signed up to race actual cars. It's an actual. It's a oh, really. It's a proper route into um, racing. Proper motor racing as well. Well, when uh, FIFA 19 comes out, maybe we should do a FIFA tournament yeah. with fancast listeners. Fancast versus listeners tournament. It's a great idea. Yeah. We could do it in the Royal London. We could do, mm-hmm. yeah. How many people would turn up? It would be us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we, could, we could always just stream it and then they could watch us yeah. and laugh. Just randomly pick people. Yeah. Yeah. Every, time we, every time we lose or have, concede a goal, we have to have a shot, something like that. <laughs> We get drunker and drunker as the tournament goes it on. Just, yeah, it just green degenerates. Shot, yeah. Proper stuff like green chartreuse. Yeah. Oh. Before you know it, you're pulling your keeper out to the halfway line and getting lobbed just well, to carry you, on doing shots. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, we've got more to talk about. We're going to talk about West Ham and the season so far, and we'll talk about that after this. So Wolves got their first win of the season on Saturday with a 1-0 away victory against West Ham. Traore with the last-minute goal to seal the win for us. Oh, gentlemen, it's always good to have a last-minute winner, isn't it? It was stunning. Yeah. It was great. Our first one ever in the Premier League. The first last-minute winner in the Premier first, League. First goal scored after 90 minutes in the Premier League. Really? That's a lovely start. <laughs> no, I, 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 sorry, I thought, that can't be true, surely. I thought, we'd, we've never actually scored that many at all. They've only won about a dozen games before, <laughs> so yeah. Apparently, it ended our longest winless record in top-flight football as well. It'd been some sort of like two, 17 two, or 18 games since we last won yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. It had, had been 2,400 days or something like that Yeah, because well. the last win, of course, was in February 2012, uh, away to QPR. Then before that, our last home win was in December against Sunderland yeah. 2-1 with uh, Jamie O'Hara and Fletcher scoring on that day, of course. Uh, Stu, you were there as well. Um, a lot of people saying um, the Olympic Stadium... Not very, not very good <laughs> as a stadium. <sighs> right here we go. As an as a as a thing to look at, it's an architectural masterpiece. Yeah. Considering that the bit that's left was supposed to be demolished, and the bit that was permanent has been demolished. Um, around the, it, it looks like a proper event venue. It looks. But it looks nice from the picture I saw. It inside. From outside, it, it looked nice. We'll get to inside. Okay. Right. From the outside, it looks. From from a distance, you're walking up to it. You think this is some proper place here, because it, it's it looks imp- even though it's not that big from the outside, it's quite imposing. And because it's kind of raised, and the Olympic Park's still there, and the walking and the bridges and stuff. And then you get closer, and you look, and the banner, what looks like West Ham things on the wall, is just tarpaulin tied to the metal beams. Right. And I thought, oh, this is this is a great start. And then you get through the turnstiles, which are just things that you hire at a village fate. Um, they're not, they're just metal things just stood there and you walk through and then from what used to, what never was meant to be there, the concourse is just, it's a kind of like an, they look like inflatable, it's like an inflatable roof that kind of mm-hmm. doesn't reach to the actual stadium itself. So there's a massive gap. So if it rains, people are going to get wet. Thankfully it was one of the hottest days yeah. ever. <laughs> Um, but then you went in and I, we knew a bit how far away from the pitch it is so I was on the back row of the lower tier intentionally did it look far away the, from 
from the pictures, it looks worse than it is. Yeah. From my view, from the background that I would see, but it didn't actually look that big. From where we were standing, I thought this is really impressive in here. From where we were on the background, mm. and then the game started, and when they started singing bubbles, that was pretty loud because they can't mess that up, and they're they're all singing it together, and then it just died, and we started singing between ourselves, and then. It was just kind of, it was like an away game where there was only about 400 of you. Because there was, the gap is so big, it was echoing to the back. All right. So, and the people who were sitting in the upper tier, I went up there at half time, and it must be, it's as far, if you think of where the subway is from each side of the ring road, that's how far the distance is from the back of the lower tier to the front of the upper. It's ridiculous. And so when the upper tier was started the songs off, we started to join in, and it was just all out of sync because it was echoing. It's a it's a stupid place. It's a joke. What's the um, how many does it hold? It still holds technically holds eighty thousand. In, in, <laughs> so it holds eighty thousand in athletic mode, but that's how big the place is. Athletic mode, <laughs> and which you think of Stade de France and proper stadiums yeah, yeah. where the, the track is covered by the seats. This nonsense is just literally scaffolding. On the seats, on the tr- running track. Well, that's the difference with the C it- Etihad Stadium, because although that was used for the Commonwealth, that was actually built in mind for it to become a football stadium, wasn't it? Yeah, and the, they, they, they did rebuild they, part of it as yeah, well. They dug down, they, they dug yeah, they dug down. Because when at the Etihad, you walk in at ground level, whereas this nonsense place, you walk in still the same thing, but you walk in and then you go down, but they can't dig down any further because that's where the lower tier is anyway. Mm. So the lower tier is still there. But you've got these weird bridges that you have to walk over to get to the lower tier. And in football mode, I think it can hold 67, but it's only capped at 60 because they can't behave themselves. Well but done, West Ham. They wouldn't feel that anyway, would they? Let's be honest. Well, there was people there. It looked pretty full. I don't know what the attendance was. Cause... From the from where I watched it, it looked like there was patches of empty seats. You but think I... it's only what, the second home game of the season, you think they'd still be turning up, but I think they're giving up. Is there a summer hangover now. as well, technically? Because usually in the summer months, you do Could get be, yeah. people are on holiday still. But... Ha- having white seats is a bit silly as well, because it just shows it up even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of people, a lot of neutrals who'd gone there. Obviously, it's a new, it's a, it's basically a bigger version of Fulham, where it's a temporary permanent stand, but all the way around. Um, <laughs> now you know who was there, though. You know who was there. <laughs> All day, Batista. <laughs> Batista. Yeah, we had a West Ham top really? on the nose. Oh, did he? Oh. Uh, I saw it on the uh, in his little video. But I think he might have changed allegiances, maybe. Well, after that performance. Hopefully so. I mean, you're going to watch this shit every week. It's gonna, they were absolutely shocking. It's going to get you. <laughs> Wrestling is going to get you. Anyway. They didn't, the problem was that we West This is the thing. I listened to the Ramble today. I listened to the Ramble, um, Totally Football Show, and the Times uh, podcast again. Not one person has said how well we played. They said, yeah, well... Oh, the, Ram- well, the Ramble did. Ramble did well done, But it's all been but, how bad West Ham Yeah, are. but the story is... The story is, is about West Ham. And I prefer it this way because we're still amazingly going under the radar of it. But about the going to the game then, gentlemen, was it a deserved win because also of the recent results? There was perhaps... There could have been this argument of you need to get this win before the break, otherwise... What are we trying to achieve here with good performances? Well, we got the win. It's done. We've got the three points. We're off the mark. All it's good. good to get that in the yeah. in your back pocket, isn't it? You can look to the, to build on it now. I mean, realistically, I think we have been unlucky in some of the games, but realistically, when you look at the teams we've had, I'd be quite happy with five points. Mm. I think 
you know, Everton are going to be top seven, probably. Leicester are definitely going to be top half. That was the way. Man City, you don't expect anything anyway. And West Ham was the match you'd identify as the one that you probably should be winning. So I think we've done exactly what they should have been doing there. And are we ninth now? I don't know. It's very yeah, like we're 11th because yeah. of the other two matches. But that's great. I think that's where I want to be, sort of around that middle of the pack. I know it's really early doors, but it's good to see. It's where we aim for. The next four games is where our season starts for me. Well, we're going to talk about next four as well in a bit. But this game done, how did you feel? West Ham. Yeah. We had to win, otherwise Man- that, that, that point gained against Man City would have been a, a, a waste, really. But from what I gathered, because I wasn't there, like some of the heroes, <laughs> away seeing ticket, I decided that it was just too difficult to get to, even though it wasn't. I don't know. I, I, we won because I didn't go. That's the situation. <laughs> um, yeah, no Prosecco on the train this time. No, I was. I went over Coventry to that Godiva Fest. I was, <laughs> but I, had, I, I remember near enough doing a gamble with my jerk rap when when it came <laughs> when it came through my mate's bet three six five app that we'd scored and then he, and then he had that suspended play moment come on mate you ain't joking with me <laughs> we actually scored to tell me and then he came through and then yeah it, it was it was there was limbs all over the place I, just, I can't even imagine what it was like in the away end because he was limbs all over the place in Coventry from there <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it, it was absolute chaos um, but yeah I mean the, the the good thing about it was. However bad West Ham were, we just carried on a storm. Well, this, is, this is what I mean. Like you, everyone here says how bad they were, but if you watch Match of the Day, it does make it out to be more of an even contest. And they had, did have chances. They had chances, but that's football. Ain't you? You're going to have chances unless, I'm going to say, unless you're West Ham, but that, that's, that's coming. But they, um, Match of the Day made them look better than they were, mm. and that says it all. Because they just didn't try. They couldn't. It looked like they couldn't be bothered. But from think, five minutes in, after the highlights when they did the analysis, which Alan Shearer was all over Wolves once again, which is very nice to see. They then highlighted the fact that West Ham just almost couldn't be bothered at times. They just didn't press Wolves at all. They just gave Wolves all this space um, but, and kind of sat deep. That's what it was like from start to finish. They just let us play. He thought, well, have you got any brain at all? You've obviously seen the Man City game because most of the world did. Mm and seeing all the admiration and stuff that we got for it. But it's what I said in my BT video before the game. Little plug. Yeah. Um, I said, you're putting Wilshere and I thought the other one played, but Sanchez played, um, against Neves and Moutinho. Who's going to win there? There's only going to be one winner because they're finished. They're too old and they're too slow and they can't move against our two who are brilliant. Does anyone else remember when Wilshere was the next Paul Gascoigne? Yeah. Seems like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? He had that one it? good game against Barcelona and everyone thought he was going to be... He, he had that point, but he had a few games with England as well and he was starting to play yeah. really well and then he got knackered again. <laughs> it's been more clinical, basically. It's, I mean, It looked like him and had like, shot his low before he connected with the football. <laughs> yeah, he, he did look shagged. I don't know where he sat. I watched it back on Sunday and I still don't understand how he, how he got himself tangled up like that. It, at the time... We we thought because we thought well he's been bundled over there because obviously from obviously those players in front of the, where we were but the opposite end and I thought he's been bundled over there something something ain't right there and we had no idea and even though they got one of the biggest screens in Europe they didn't show any real replays of anything at all um, but yeah he was he was almost like a shark with the with the tooth decay problem at the time and he he was just not concentrated because the rest of the game he was superb again. Um, 
he led the line well, and he ran, he he's almost like um, Kevin Doyle was in a way, where he just runs himself into the ground. But he's got he's better than Doyle was for me already. Um, but the intri- the promising thing was how well Bonatini played against once he got his goal at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. How well he did when he came on. He had a chance in which was was it was save, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, save. Yeah. it was a brilliant, brilliant save from Fabianski. That was as well. well. He did the right thing. He was off his line before he even got to the ball. So. Yeah. I mean, it was a difficult chance. It wasn't the save. The save shouldn't from, have scored it. it was a the good save, save from Doherty early on as well it was world class. Mm. So that, that was right in front of us, and that was going in the top corner. And he was he was the only one who came out with any kind of praise whatsoever from them because if you offer that, if you offer him, we would have won two or three mm. easily. And I knew no was saying about missed chances and stuff, but he kept them in that game. Trying to take the Wolves' rose tinted glasses off, if that had stayed nil nil, which could have been a typical thing. What and we're only what maybe a couple of minutes away from it. What would the reaction have been? Do you think would it have just been again missed opportunity? We should be winning. We should be winning these games. Well, up until that point, no one would because normally when you people are frustrated, you start seeing fans fighting amongst yourselves. I mean, what kind of idiot does that? Um, but there was nothing. There was no kind of animosity to anyone. No one was saying, "Oh, come on, come on, push, push," and any of the usual cliches. Everyone was kind of like, "Well, we've tried really hard here. We've done our best." It's not we've it's not fell for us again, and I think people would have kind of people who were there anyway would have just seen well okay it's another one then we need to stop putting our chances away and I think people would have been overly critical of it mm. because again we did create chances and there was some wonder saves in there as well yeah I mean there was a couple where it should have done better but we were better than them again people who just enjoyed the day out yeah I mean I had nine points before the kickoff <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> We went to um, Loughton, of all places, which had a wimpy. Yes, you, you put that in the chat. Yeah. It's a rare sight now, yeah. wimpy. Yeah. Blake had never heard of wimpy, ever, obviously. Um, and I thought we did, just didn't have time to go in there to sample it if it was the same or not. Um, yeah, that was great How day. is it still going? I don't... Isn't the one out of a canical way? <sighs> well, no, there was about four or six years ago. What's I saying? I am still going. <laughs> Wimpy, Wimpy party was pretty big as a kid from what I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wimpy was fun. I remember, like, I remember, I re-remember an advert as a kid where they used to promote, like, the second Ghostbusters film for their Happy Meal. I just remember that advert. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Little Chef. Little Chef is still going. If you go to any is really it? old Little, little Chef. chef. If you go, yeah, if you go to any old Little Chefs on service stations, oh. Horrible. Jeez. Yeah. Oof. The meats from the eighties. Mm. You know, I always look out. You know, there was that documentary about ten years ago with that chef, the really fancy chef that does all the creative stuff. Heston Blumenthal. There we go. And he did the. Um, he did like a. He was brought in to revitalise Little Chef, and he, all he basically did was redo design the the restaurants a bit. So I was like, I want to see one of these restaurants. Mm. And now, yeah, it's really sad. It ruins your childhood when you go back to a Little Chef. It's really sad. I think I've ever been to one. To be honest. Don't. Just pass them. Yeah, just don't. Mm. You don't need to anymore, Andy. Mm. Let let that go. <laughs> um, back on to Wolves uh, performances wise, the one that everyone talks about, Ryan Bennett. He's pu- how stupid it sounds. He's pushing for an England place. I, I, I'm not even joking. He was. He's like a rock. He doesn't. He just does his job. He does, and still no untuckage. He was still touching until the 94th minute. <laughs> he doesn't need any packs because his positional sense. He's class. And he's, mm. Uh, initiative. He, he always puts himself in the right position. When I mean, you look at the, you look at wh- who played there in the World Cup for England, Carl Walker. How many mistakes he made? 
on the right hand side. You can make the argument that Carl Walker should not have been playing in that. Position. No, I know, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Who else would have played there? How the season started already in that position in a back three? He's been no one talks about him because he just does his job. Because the second choice for England would be Phil Jones, I presume. And exactly. Yeah. yeah, United have had a great start to the season, so he's probably he, not wrong, to be he honest. Prob- the problem is, though, he probably doesn't... He's already too old now for yeah. Southgate, isn't he? Yeah, he's 28, he's not going to get in. If Troy Junior's not going to get in, he's not at 30, he's not going to get in as a defender at 28. Not that the, he, the only thing about him, he's got no pace. But again, he doesn't need the pace because no. he doesn't mess up. Um, if we finish Europe, though, the politics should lead him to get a call-up. Because, I mean, Adam Lallana left today. Left England training today. He's got injured. Exactly. That was my first thought. He hasn't even like played oh. for Liverpool. Yeah, well. He's in the England squad. This is a whole argument about the pool, isn't it? But then, I think, in some ways, it's right we've got Gareth Southgate doing his knees, trying to go for younger players. But it's a whole other argument, isn't it? <laughs> but um, then you think Bolly was a bit suspect. He switched off a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I'm trying to think, and obviously Jota being shit again. A um, bit of worry for Jota. Mm-hmm. I know it's only four games in, but... Turning into Silas. I said it before. He just doesn't look the same. He's, he's like he's been found out already. And every, every little trick he tried didn't work. He didn't look interested. He, don't, he looks like he's carrying an injury to me. And I think if Cav was available, he wouldn't be playing. Because mm-hmm. there's something clearly wrong with him. Um but and it says it all that he was actually substituted because how many times has that happened last season? One or two, maybe. Mm. Well, I thought it was interesting that they said it was Nuno's fiftieth league game in mm. charge, and it was Jota's fiftieth league appearance. So he's actually played every league game under him, and like you say, for the majority of them, they've all been ninety minutes. It's very rare for him to have gone off early. He's Nuno's son, isn't he? Because he's, he's he's the player that's played the most for Nuno in his managerial career, for like when he was at Porto as well. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And it's his biological child as well. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about Johnny as well. Some lovely stats from the game for Johnny. Most tackles on the pitch with seven. The joint most interceptions with four. Two key passes and a 94.3% pass accuracy. He just gets on with it as well. Douglas who? Douglas who? I, th- I felt quite bad today. So, oh yeah, I'm finally got the, the sticker book. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, I've got the, all the programmes and everything. But Because I, I was away for the Villarreal game, so I didn't pick it up then. And they hadn't got any in stock. So when I was getting my uh, coin deal put on my shirt today, um, got to go all the way. Um, you got to go four wolves. Yeah. Four nonce. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, talking about a sticker box. <laughs> we, um, yeah, I opened the sticker book and it opened on Douglas's page. Oh, dear. And nice. he was in the Everton sticker book. Oh, oh, dear. Is I offer in the sticker book? No, of course not. There you go, then put him instead of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just, just put him out and yeah. sell like, Yeah, cut out, cut out like a roll scrapbook, his face. Pop it on. Yeah, he, he's just not missed at all, is he? I mean, he's... And then Matinho's added set pieces to his game as well. He really isn't missed. Because that was the one thing that had been disappointed against um, Leicester and Man City, that the, this, the balls in weren't good enough. But against West Ham... It, there was a couple that he put in and I thought, yeah, we're going to be fine here. Mm. Uh, Patricio saved with his face. It's a lovely side to see, isn't it? Not, you know, not to hurt Patricio, of course, but a man saving with a different body part than his hand is very the nice The longer we can stay out of court with that man. <laughs> <laughs> with, sorry, it's going to be one of the signs of the summer. Well, Martin, Martin Keogh was saying that he feels it's a better signing than um, Chelsea's signing. Is it, is it 
71 million for Kekko, Kekko. Kepa the keeper. Kaka. Parappa the rapper. Kepa is a Rizabalaga. Yeah. Again, they were talking a bit on the game today about the cock up of Alison. Alison's mistake. You know, Patricio would do that. No one care, would they really? They'd be like, oh, get out of here, you. He wouldn't do it because he's sensible. But they're talking about him, and then they straight went on talking about Czech and how he can't play it from the back. Mm. And so then they're talking about Kepa, and not one person, I know it's obviously not, but no one mentioned Patricio. You think, well, he's been a standout keeper in the first few weeks of the Premier League already. They want to get the court case out of the way first, and then they can talk about him. Not a hair out of place. He cuts the sleeves off his shirt, and even that's immaculate. <laughs> he would, you know, a ball to his face, not a strand of hair out of place. Again, you, just perfect. perfect. A short sleeve in winter. Oh, of course he will. I don't know. We have, would he have the underarm on, though? Would he go full goalborne? <laughs> <laughs> it's already started. Costa had it on. Really? Yeah. In that heat, and that was one. That the heat in this in the in this actual seat itself. Obviously, we day sit down, but because it's got half of the seat, half the roof is glass. It was it was like a greenhouse in there. It was yeah. it was as hot as the Millennium Stadium was. That's the only time I've felt like that where you could barely breathe, and it, it got. You got to about sixty minutes. I thought top's coming off. It's going to have to. It's like when you get off a plane. Yeah. And you, that heat just. Hits yeah, it was you. exactly like that. And I thought, I mean, it says everything that we carried on running around like we did. I mean, they couldn't be bothered from the start, so it didn't matter about them. Um, but yeah, Costa still had a base there on. We even with added acid, still not the right colour. <laughs> Slightly like off-brand, like built so to the, the market. Costa, the actual the, the Under Armour was about that, didn't it? Yeah, it, no, it, it's. Um, it's some kind of university gold. It's actually called. It's just weird. University gold? Was that on like challenge, that? <laughs> university challenge gold. Um, I want to talk about uh, champagne rather than match. Dan would have noticed that we've changed it now. Sponsored by Prosecco Wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, not work, it's not your working man's man match, the man George. Your champagne man the match with a bottle of Prosecco and a, uh, a cigar for the winner. Instead. So, gentlemen, who would you give your uh, champagne man of the match to? Stu, obviously, you watched with your very own eyes. Who would you give it to? Jean Moutinho, again. Moutinho. <laughs> Dan, who would you give it to through the world of your app? Do you want to elaborate a bit more? He's just immense. I mean, the, the, the again, the passing stats. He just... 40% more than Nevers. We, we, always, we, we were ruined with Nevers last year. And he makes Nevers look ordinary sometimes. He's just incredible. Again, £5 million. The same price as... Mr. McLean at Stoke. Mm. It's just it's just beyond belief that he's even here. Yeah, it doesn't matter that he's thirty-one because he he's never had, he's never ran around that much anyway. And the sales of Douglas and Afobi have basically paid for that. Yeah, paid for <laughs> paid the wages and the transfer fees of Moutinho and Patricia for a year. Dan, through the power of your app. Oh yeah, I was I was watching Gabriel. At the time, uh, from from a bar, so dreams do come true. I, 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 to be honest, I was I was I was out of reach from the Wolves oh, game. Hey. So, but from from the bits I saw, what would Gabrielle have said? Who would she have picked? Do you think she can't see three D puzzles? <laughs> she she'll agree with me. I think I'm going to say Doherty. I thought he had his best game of the season on Saturday. Good. He was effective going forward. Yeah, I yeah, think he he's from from bits I read and watched on YouTube. West Ham fans said Creswell and Antonio were pretty much ineffective because of how good he was uh, He was on Saturday. Yeah, there was weird mm. things as well that I, I'd never seen before where he was cutting inside 
the winger rather than going around the outside. Ooh. And I thought, I've never seen that before. Did it on two or three occasions, which was quite unusual because you expect the inside forward to be doing that and yeah. him going on the overlap. But. So Costa was dragging him out wide and he was cutting inside and then they were kind of flipping around. I think this clever new little new <laughs> tactic there. There's a doctor you could finally get on board with. Yeah. Could, he could he could have got a brace really. He had two really good opportunities. Doherty did. Yeah. Just from that movement of cutting him. And, um, and did he go for? Um, I, I probably to the power of what were you doing on Saturday afternoon? I, I watched it. it you it, watched it at the game, of course. You were there, I, weren't I, I, you? I was at my summer house in France, yeah. so I streamed <laughs> it completely legally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matinho as well. I, I love that man. He's just. Unbelievable! He's been my favourite player so far this season. Everything he's done has just been he's that dripping class. That guy is. Yeah. Just giving him any old, he'll, he'll take your arm. There was even like I, mean, I always remember when we played Everton. There was one bit where the ball came across to him, and I thought if that was Sace, he'll just sweep it out wide to Doherty on the right. And he looked, and then he jinked back inside, and then jinked again, and then laid it out to I think it was um, Johnny. And it's just that that intelligence yeah. that he's got on the pitch that. I don't even think that Neves has got not to that extent. Not to that. Not yet. He will get. There, but he's but the, he's the master, of course, and Neves is his yeah. apprentice. Yeah. I just I, I love him. He's awesome. Uh, I was I was even tempted because uh, they did the posters in the program now for the kids, and I was tempted to go and buy a Man City program to put because Ethan's got them up on his wall. I was tempted to put the uh, poster in my uh, projector room of Martinho above the telly. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go for Troy just because of that last minute winner. Funny, giving Troy, he doesn't score goals, does he? And he scores that one. No end and that, that I know it's been going around on social, but that run, that <laughs> pace, it's just fantastic. It was like Shearer said, there was within two seconds he'd gone from five yards behind to five yards in front of um, Cresswell. And he's, yeah, and that was the funniest thing. Cresswell trying to kick him, yeah. literally, his <laughs> legs just going that quick. Him. You just. And you, that, that stat today that he's had more dribbles. He's on the same amount of drizzle, dribbles for the season already as Hazard he's, he's, in the it, Premier League. It was more than Hazard, was it? Like completed. Completed was the same, but oh, obviously he's he's, 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 he's done it in ninety minutes. But it's just fantastic that you've got that kind of player who you can bring off the bench. I know people are calling for him to start, but I still think he's more well, of a player to bring off the bench. He proved it on again the forgotten game that no one talks about, the Sheffield Wednesday. Um, he started that game. We talked about it last week, Stu. Not properly. Well, we tried to. <laughs> <laughs> no, he um, he was pretty ineffectual in the first half, and he was cutting. But in the second half, he kind of, if that was intentional or not, to kind of keep him tuned down um, a bit. But he was not. He was not many people did anything in the first half. I mean, Elliot will play well, but um, the second half, he just burst into life, and I thought, well, that's obviously the game plan to wear him down and then hit them so I thought against West Ham with Traore we got to see both sides of the coin that frustration where he's probably going to overrun or try a dribble when he doesn't need to we saw that a couple of times but then we saw the magic of the, the run for the goal yeah he's he's the most I can't remember I was thinking about this earlier the last player I can think who got this excited about as soon as he come on the pitch was probably Keane that's 21 yeah. years ago. What about Emi Kamara? Oh, well. That was just a different kind of it was, it was quite electric with yeah, pace yeah. at the time. I remember yeah, he had them orange boots. But you knew, you knew that it was all going to go wrong at yeah. the end. And obviously a super mo as well. Um, 
but now Robbie Keane when he when he burst through the scene when it, I was only what at the time 12, 13 so he couldn't Give really over and the rest 97 I was 13 yeah I was not 13 I remember I just the thing that worries me with Trey is just us becoming too reliant on him when things aren't going our way like that, Darky did at Leicester but that's, that was the difference on, on Saturday that they didn't he was still there and they still kept spraying it to Johnny and and um, he was not just the focus when he was around I mean, he, that's the, he doesn't really move that much without the ball he kind of stays in one place and kind of strolls around a bit but he's not the focal point or he wasn't on Saturday there was other there was other outlets and they weren't just focusing on him and that's what I thought about Leicester as well because I know when he went he was stifled when he had to play wing back um, and that kind of ruined our chances a bit but there were, it seems like they've like he said in his interview they want me to work and he said well yeah because they're, they're training and they're just letting him do what he wants I just he, love how Spanish to... he sounds as well he's like <laughs> the most Spanish guy you wouldn't think it yeah but when, he's he's like, got... when, you, when you heard he will talk for the first time he's Scottish yeah, yeah. You think he just, it just seems a bit strange but now he's he's just electric and he's superb he's unplayable yeah. he's unplayable you, you, you try to get close to him in Oxford pasture you give him a couple of yards he's still in Oxford pasture the only way the only way to, to defend against him is to have three put, either put three on him or just fail him so you're saying he's invincible no Mr Burns that's not if, what I'm saying <laughs> invincible if they could train to be a striker he'd, he'd be a serious player I think he'd be wasted as a striker though because he's t- he wouldn't be involved enough I think there's a plenty in his game because he would want to keep dropping. Yeah, I think he's missing from up. his game is the initiative to run beyond the defence. He doesn't want to run beyond. He always wants it to his feet, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, but again, he's 22 and he's only been here for three weeks. So, if it, if he'd been here pre-season, you would have think, well, well, if then played him and knackered his shoulder up, then you think, well, he might be up to speed by now. But you got a whole international break where he's not going anywhere. So maybe that's what they're going to be doing. Well, after that game now, Wolves have played four games in the league and Wolves are five points from 12, gentlemen. Are you happy with that return so far? Just under half of the to- total we could have had, given the games we've played as well. Yeah, perfectly happy. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Good. We, Carry on. And someone, I, I can't remember who said it on the first one, so when you look at the fixtures, before the season started, and we could quite easily just have two points here going into the international break. And you thought, well, with the fixtures that we've had, well, going to play, two points wouldn't be that bad, really. Mm-hmm. So to go in with five and seeing already the dross in the Premier League already, Cardiff Huddersfield, um, that five points is from where we are and that hardly, well, Doherty, the only one who's playing the Premier League before. So it's a great start. I don't think we've ever exceeded. I think we've underachieved either. I think mm. it's anyone with a bit of common sense, like you said, just... Mm. We should uh, draw against Everton would have been fair. Draw against Leicester would have been fair. Didn't mm. get that. We shouldn't have got anything against Man yep. City. We beat West Ham, which is the game we should have won, really. So we are where we should stand, in my eyes. In the the next block of games before the next international break, we've got Leicester in the cup in the middle of this, of course. Uh, we've got Burnley at home, Manchester United away, Southampton at home, and Palace away. Could you say that seven out of twelve is a realistic possibility there? No. We'll get eight points from them. I could, I could see Burnley, us going undefeated. Burnley win, yeah, Southampton win. Yeah, draw at Man United and draw at Palace. Draw at Palace. 
The only that I that, yeah, that's why I put seven there because I think you've still got to think Man United are going to have that revival, aren't they? Yeah, it, towards the end of what United yeah. turn up on the day. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It you wouldn't on... expect to get a result at Old Trafford. Yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if no, we did. Yeah, because yeah. you we're, just, we're due to give a team a spank, and you've been saying it, Stuart. Yeah, and I'd love it to be United. I'd love us to put the final nail in Mourinho's coffin. It's, I would love it. I'd love it if it was them. <laughs> <laughs> but Southampton, Southampton just look very ordinary. And they look static and they're, they're like they look like a Mark Hughes team. Yeah, yeah. Playing, playing through the levels, no creativity now. But there is going to be a game this season where Wolves are going to have a game against someone they expect to win and we're going to lose. And that's where the expectation. But why? Because it's football. Yeah, but this is new And it always happens. This is new now, Wolves. This is a different time. This is, this is being, in the, being in the Premier League and not being scared and worried that we're yeah. going to get thrashed. I've got, to get, I've got to get used to it. You know, like, we expected to beat Cardiff at home last year and we didn't so yeah, there was a, be, there's going to be a slip up yeah. because football always throws up yeah, yeah. I mean, we had our slip up against Leicester though there's going to be more slip I'm so... the question is if say come January Wolves are roughly around say 6 to 8 yeah what right. what, what could Fosen possibly do in January to knock us on well, uh, we've still got about 60 million quid you, feel like you, I, you look like you've got a name in your head Talisker's Jew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, they're, they're here to muck about, and they've been already a year ahead of the plan, supposedly. Mm. So if we're like roughly just outside the U- European, I'm not saying top four is a possibility. But you are. I'm saying top two is a definite. <laughs> no, I'm saying like surely they they might have some plan in January to really kick us on. You would think so. You would think certain deals replaced. There was that that was that tweet from I'm, I'm presuming a journalist. Over to said that um, Guayo Guanchang had met, um, uh, is it Jordan Lukaku? Jordan Lukaku, yeah. Yeah, in, randomly in a hotel, or he, he was like on the hotel manifest that he was meeting Jordan Lukaku. Mm. It's still Maybe. an odd one, I mean, like Jordan Lukaku, like, we've seen as a left wing back, ain't he? Isn't it? If the head honcho is doing it, you know what's going on. There's probably machinations going on as we speak. Yeah, there's loads of who they want to bring yeah. in in January. Well, I think the problem that we had at the start of the season was we didn't get the players. We don't know about Andre Silva, do we? Don't know whether that was even a possibility. But we've still got to struggle to convince players to join because we was a promoted team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're roughly thing, just yeah. outside the Europa places. Come January, That's what they'll you... go. Hang on a second. We'll get I'll, Nigel I'll, Quasi in for I'll, the rest yeah. of the season and he'll get us over the line. Marlon, Marlon Harewood. I still don't think you're going to get that kind of thing in January, though, because you, you could always do it, the Ipswich effect with Vanity mm. George. Mm. You could always be doomed. Um, Matteo Serrini in goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but it was, who was, oh, quiz for you then, who was it, the uh, record, who was in goal for Ipswich with the record defeat ever in the Premier League? Craig Forrest. Oh, damn. <laughs> what nationality was Craig Forrest? Canadian. No. He was. Don't question Swan question. car park tonight. <laughs> okay, you look, you're looking there, Dave. No, 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 no. I'm getting Twitter corner already, by the way. What was he then? If he yeah, wasn't he Canadian. Was Canadian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he was, he was, I'm glad it? I took Gully's place today. That, that Gully was the only one who probably would have got that then. <laughs> right, do you want to do Twitter corner, everybody? Why not? Well, it's not compulsory. <laughs> well, technically it is. Right, it's your questions answered. Uh, Twitter corner, you send them in or you email them to us, podcast at wallsfancast.com. Uh, I'm going to start with Glenn Wilson first. He says, hey guys, recently found your pod and loving the insight. Thank you very much, Glenn. Uh, unpopular opinion, perhaps, but does the lack of defensive work rate in Troy bother, worry you a lot? Literally walking around in the midfield without the ball most of the time. Cast gold, but goal, but worried a little. Does that worry you at all? No, I, I just said that. I, that that's what he is. 
and you've got more than enough players behind him anyway. I think so, that's the other point where we've got five at the back and yeah. to to allow for players like that too. You've got to have a maverick. You can't just be you can't just be well drilled. You've got to have some kind of what was that that old Nike um, slogan? Without risk, there is no genius. I don't remember that one. It was when they first got the um, Premier League, the the ball um, thing, the advert in the yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the tagline: "Without risk, there is no genius." Well, you learn something new every day. Um, it under the taps, my favourite saying. Any you guys worried about that at all? No, no. because the other ten players on the pitch do more than. He I mean, he's, he's still he's shirt. still learning to adapt to the team as well. I think Nuno will probably drill it into me. Maybe he needs to run a bit more, but. But if that's the thing, if you change him though, then he's not the same player. So you can't have a team full of players like that, but then you can't have a team full of Ryan Bennett either. Whoever great that would be. He's on the new Gary Breen. Yeah, that was it always the thing that annoyed me with the team and Gary Breen. You wouldn't really want Gary Breen up front, would you? Well, well that's why he was modified. Number nine is Stevie Balls, always put yeah. him there. Uh, Tom Haft, aka Willy Bolly's Massive Hands, says Would Nuno batter Sean Dice in a straightener? He's going for yes. Nuno versus Dice. Yeah, I reckon Dice is just all bluster. <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah I, he said before that he, he said it's all the look and the voice. Mm, he said it's all fart think, and no shit. Yeah, people, yeah, people, yeah. people think I'm something I'm not. And he, Nuno is a wizard as well, according to the ramble. So That beard is glorious. He's fantastic. Yeah. And you think how big, how much bigger can it get? Because I, I, I watched his, um, the, his first interview video when he first mm. joined. And he was, it was all trimmed and it was all svelte and I thought, he looked quite smart and now he looks like he's just yeah. fending under a bridge. His press conference after West Ham was good as well. Yeah. He was talking about how he loves the club and mm. this is this is my club. I, I'll do is a that Mourinho? Now. I'll do a crap new <laughs> impression. I was like, oh, we are ready. I like when he says that. Yeah, not impressions, Dan. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sam, I think we talked about this last week, but Sam Spencer says, thoughts on the inevitable interest and rumours surrounding Neves. January exit, summer exit. Uh, the, the papers, as it were, were hinting at a January exit, but surely no. it would be a summer exit he's next a, summer. Yeah. He's got a five-year deal. He'll be here for at least two years. I think he'll be gone next summer. But why? I think he'll be gone in January. Man City, that's why. Seventy million. I think it would have to be that we'll end up in a really drastic situation for us to sell him in January. I just can't see that happening. Two words, George Mendes. And another two words. That's always the thing, isn't it? <laughs> no, never... He can, he, can, he can play in the Champions League as well from January. <laughs> That's another thing that'll make him another asset. Yeah. I had a right panic attack in Coventry on Saturday when I thought, yeah, he's going to go. He's gone. <laughs> 70 <laughs> million is gone. You think from, from his point of view and all the stuff that he said and what all of them have said, I know it's all speaking and whatever, but if we finish, say, anywhere between 12th and 12th to 7th, say, mm. 12th to 8th, and you think, what? With the promise of a bit of investment and European football the year after, at his age, knowing how how much he's loved here, and he's still learning from Martinho, still going to be thirty two. Why would you risk it at that young age? I think while he's getting the Portuguese national squad as well. He's all yeah, exactly. Why, straight away, one of them, mate. It depends how money orientated he is. And he, he don't seem he don't seem that type, does he? Mm-hmm. And it does seem it would help the fact that he's got half a dozen other compatriots who, obviously, they're all. They all seem to be quite settled here anyway. Technal so. Riviera. <laughs> uh, WTB says, how many points will Patricio save us this season? How much 400. Uh, what was the thing about De Gea a couple of years ago? 13, 14? Yeah. Equally on par mm. with that already. So, yeah. 
There you go. 14. I'm going to agree with Stu. Yeah, I'm going to raise or lower that. He's a good keeper to have in your dream team. Yeah. He's in my dream team. And the myth about his kicking as well is what he is. His right foot's still a bit suspect for me at times when he's put under pressure. Well, that was the thing that he doesn't seem to. He, he doesn't know what pressure is. Mm. It's just he's an immaculate I mean, you man. You think that he? I said that about the yeah, when I watched the Villarreal game as well that he's, he was kicking out of play, and I think I said it against when the against Man City when it was going out of play when he was just aiming for Doherty, but that was obviously intentional. Yeah. Because we had no one else with height. I think did you say it last week? Or, I can't remember who said it last week. Um, but when he was he was doing it on Saturday, he was finding people. You think well. He's obviously been playing a certain way for Sporting Lisbon, and he can—he's clearly confident enough to spray it around when he needs to. And it's obviously going to—he's obviously going to not land every single ball because he's playing in goal. Mm. So, but that was another part of his game. I thought it was really, really impressive when West Ham. They're long passes as well, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're not just hoofing the ball yeah. out. They're not Dave Bessons. Yeah. Uh, Richard White says, what are the panel's excuses for not being with me at Scunthorpe tonight for the uh, under-21s game? Which, with the picture he sent, it looks quite sparse. Uh, recording a podcast, is that good enough excuse? I couldn't get there. That's the only reason. That... So you were you were going to pretend you couldn't come to this to go no, to No, if, if I'd have gone, I would have <laughs> found it in. Uh, um, but we, we see all the excuses coming out now. <laughs> I'm going to um, Lincoln, though. I've never been to it since I've been before. Take it off the list. Yeah. Lincoln and Mansfield is the other one. Uh, final question, Chris Walters. Uh, what's the chances of us having a pre-season friendly against Central Coast, uh, Coast and Mariners, Troy Ore versus Bolt? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Australia pre-season. Andrew McCarthy, was it? First year? The Everton went. <laughs> but how random was that, though? Oh, let's go to Australia. Okay. It was bizarre considering since then we haven't really pushed the boat every year. Yeah. Surely the American preseason tour is coming. Surely that's inevitable. That, that's the dream, isn't it? The yeah. American preseason. It's the National Champions Cup. Mm. The Benidorm preseason is the dream. Which that license is in pairs this year. Playing uh, the MLS All Stars in a game. Have Patricio <laughs> mic'd up for the whole game. Did you ever see that video oh. of um, Braz, uh, Brad, Brad Guzan? Yeah, it was really yeah. odd. We just play someone like proper mid-order MLS, wouldn't we? As well, we could, in fairness, the game against Colorado Rapids—that's probably going to be the game, isn't mm. it? Oh, Jack. We can only dream. We can only dream. And that is where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill and Smith Limited, and Pixel Yeti Media. You can follow us all week on social media for your lols and trolls. Just find us, search for Wolves Fancast, and you will find us there. International break, gentlemen. England versus Spain. Are we looking forward to that? Because it's technically a competitive game. No, I couldn't give this. Yeah. We're all, we're, we're all off England already. I've reverted to the mean. I just don't care about international football yeah. again. Remind me when the next tournament is. Unless it's a tournament and then we're free. Yeah, and, or to be fair, if there was a Wolves player in the England team, I might give a shit. But until then. <laughs> until England, goodbye. Yeah. It's a treat, and that's what it is. Sue, are you going to watch it? Yeah. I always watch it. I look forward to it. Dan, are you going to watch it? No. Brandy, are you going to watch it? No. Yeah. Yeah, I might watch it. I mean, the whole layer to that tournament is ridiculous, though. Yeah, it, the fact that you. People are still trying to figure it out. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They just done it when, like they said, to replace friendlies. Fine. Then you put it. You have one of them, and then you have a qualifier in the international break. You don't have to have a silly friendly against some nonsense like Liechtenstein. But when you're linking it to qualifying for Euros and World Cups and stuff, and then you're having tournaments in odd years in the top four and relegation, doesn't make any sense. As far as I'm aware, Gareth Southgate still hasn't had a win against what you would traditionally call a big international side. Do you think a win against Spain would 
That's why I like him. Yeah. Because he was he was so close to beating Spain in that friendly uh, a couple of years ago when we were two 0 up and Spain just basically scored yeah. two in two minutes. But That's why Harry Maguire being linked to like seventy mil to Man United is a joke because he didn't defend against any decent teams in that last World Cup. He scored a header against Sweden. Oh, conceded against Panama. It's a joke. England are a joke. So we should have won that World Cup and so this day. We're going to win it in my lifetime. So we're looking back at the World Cup saying actually it was a failure, not, yeah. a, not a good thing. Surfgate out. So this is <laughs> Channeling Ben now. This is what happens. Don't remind Ben. It's probably cutting him <laughs> up again. Croatia, come on. They only had Modric. We've got Croatia uh, in October, I think, as part of this group. Yeah, we? I'm in Benidorm then. And it's behind... Great. <laughs> it's behind closed doors. Because they've got a two-game stadium ban. It's going to be one of those games where you can hear everybody talking the on the pitch. the weirdest thing ever, that you yeah. watch those. Why did we talk about England when I had a quiz lined up? Did you actually have a quiz lined up? You yeah. said you, was, you didn't? No, I've managed to do one. What, do you want to do the quiz quickly? We've got enough time. It's like, well, it's 20 to 12 now. <laughs> we've technically got all the time in the world, technically. It's a podcast. Do you want to do the quiz? Yeah. You want to say goodbye to the... Well, you didn't. You didn't pre-warm me. I, I, to be honest, I didn't want to just throw it in. I've got to get it in there otherwise. Well, we haven't, we haven't officially said the actual individual goodbyes. No, no one just cuts off when he says goodbye and not, not listens to our outros. So, especially one. when the how, how long the is the quiz? Six quick questions. Let's do the six questions. Oh, it's a little entry, isn't it? Everyone thought that was it, but no, you got a quiz. Dan, quiz. Former Wall striker Dean Sturridge appeared on the hit Sky One TV show Dream Team in the nineteen nineties. Do you remember that? Yeah. But how many goals did he score for Wolves? <laughs> it's a great <laughs> swerve once again. Um, hang on. To make that shot, you might see the reflection at the end. <laughs> well, he, he was... He was only there about two or three seasons, wasn't he? Yeah, it? he was there for 350,000, wasn't he? Um, hmm, I'm going to say... 26. Oh, I'd go higher. I'm going to go with... 39? No, it's not. Uh, I wouldn't be. I'd be amazed if it was that high, because he 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 was another one where he was like, he, he tailed off as soon as we he saw him. He had a good first season, didn't he? Him, yeah. him and Blackman had that first season. Second season did okay. I'd say nineteen. Correct answer. Oh, he's twenty-eight. Dave <gasps> takes the point. Yes, I can relax now. I've got my point. Speaking again of dream team, <laughs> Wolves appeared on that show once. We played Harchester United, but what yeah. was the score? 3-1. 2-1, Wolves. No. Andrew? Um, was it 2-1? No. It was 4-3. It was the Leicester. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I was still going to be the Leeds one. Oh. I love Hard Dream Team where they used to just purpleise yeah. one yeah. team. Great it's, times. Every time I see her on Coronation Street, like, it still reminds me every day. <laughs> oh, Linda Block. If you can I find Linda me Block. the Wolves versus Leeds game, I'll give you a point. <laughs> but, for, but for this purpose of the quiz it was 4-3 18 years ago this year Adyakin Boye was sent off headbutting a player of what team oh, God. Um, Burnley I don't even remember this at all so I'm yeah, going to guess Plymouth Stew to steal Plymouth that was when Plymouth had that, that, that planting in the Premier League if, I was going to give you too too easy of a clue. Then I'll I'll go back to that in a second. Uh, QPR. No. If you remember, Michael Branch scored that goal when the oh, f- Forest. Forest. Yeah. yeah. 
Dave Besant was going to knock him up. That's the two, two mentions for Dave Besant in one day. Yeah, had like stewards <laughs> like pulling Dave Besant off Mike, Michael Branch. Here we go. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still he's winning. He's been pulled off by this uh, is, this, is stewards now. this is my favourite question of the quiz this week. Adi Akinbaye in 2015 was fined £1,000 by police for what? Ferret gambling. Ferret gambling. <laughs> Some, uh, um, speeding. It ain't going to be that obvious, is it? <laughs> Using the wrong kind of bitumen on his shed roof. <laughs> Andy was closest. He had too many passengers in an uninsured Audi. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got two questions left. Simple one. How much did we sell Jay Boffroyd for? Who did, did we sell him to? The Cardiff. Yeah. Um... 1.3? 1.2. I was going to say 1.2. I'll go with 1. It was. 350 grand. <laughs> he, played Andy... for, he played for England. And Perugia at one point. Does he? Does Andy get that point then for closest? I'd stop him when give any of you because he was that far off. Okay, yeah. I'm still winning this. Come so on. Then... <laughs> I could actually win a quiz. So what What we even are? I don't even care. I'm still winning 1-0. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Um... Jeffrey Majanjibia oh, signed for Wolves in 2010. Yeah. But what other English league club did he have a loan period for? Coventry. Nottingham Forest. Um, Exeter. This week's winner is David. Yes. Because the correct answer was Watford. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you basically parked the bus and got a 1 yeah. 0 victory. I'd like to retire <laughs> from the world of Wolves Van Cascuizzi undefeated. <laughs> When he actually played well in that one game away at Palace in the cup, it was I it, just it, remember him playing against Man City away. I've still got his. Uh, you know when they do the kit man sale, uh, John, Johnny Meek got me his training top at the end of the season, and I I used it to, to go for a run the other day. Another YouTube wonder boy. Yeah, good old Ben Janji. I've, I've got Kenny Jackett's um, drill top as well, but it's too small for me. <laughs> Good times, everybody. Good times. Well, wasn't on the quiz, Dan. Nice little treat at the end. I love doing the quiz. I usually do it when I'm walking the dog. I think people listening appreciate it. They don't mm. tell us that, but I think they appreciate <laughs> yeah. the quiz. Uh, right, that is it for this week's podcast. So this time, it's going by from Andy. Au revoir. Bye from Dan. Au revoir. Bye from Stu. <laughs> Three days till Spider-Man PS4. It is. It is. And it's bye from me. See you next time. <laughs>